back to the MMA show. This is episode 21. Thank you, Nate. Thank you, Jeff, for returning. How are you guys doing? Fucking awesome. How are you doing? Doing good. Thank you. I'm still on the run. But, Nate. you know, I made time to, you know, join. But I had to keep everything on the wrap. All right. Nate is in some cave. May or may not be related to Osama, but it's all good. <laughs> Uh, we have UFC 283 going down this weekend, but before we get into the pay-per-view, we have to talk about Francis Ngannou, right? I, I think uh, what he did uh, is incredible because for him to stick to his guns and not just cave in when they presented dollar signs, I think it's admirable. Uh, when you look at other big-time champs, like somebody that comes to mind is Conor McGregor. I think Conor McGregor had the power to try to change the sport of MMA, but didn't want to, which is fine. That That's his choice. Uh, it's not a team sport. So he did what he had to. But for anyone who listened to uh, Francis Ngannou's interview with Ariel Holwani and him breaking down the changes that he he had asked for in his new contract, um, you know, things that didn't just benefit him, but benefited the whole entire roster. It was, uh, you know, in- incredible to hear him try to stand up for the entire organization when no other champion in his position has ever even tried. Yeah. And yeah. I think a lot of that comes from him being, you know, where he came from. I mean, you can't take that for granted. I think he realizes the position that he's in and the opportunities that come along with it. So, you know, kudos to him for taking that approach and, you know, knowing your self-worth. I think a lot of people sometimes underestimate or are afraid to kind of push back because, you know, a lot of people aren't in those type of positions. A lot of people, you know, aren't going to be UFC fighters, aren't going to be famous in that kind of manner. And so to be at that very top level and to still stick to your morals it shows you that even with fame and then that that he still remembers where he came from and he still remembers what it means you know to be where he's at now yeah you know i agree with all of that and i think it's pretty remarkable too that obviously he was asking for things that would benefit other fighters long term but I think it's really cool that the things he was asking for weren't even like money related. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty crazy. I don't think I've, I don't think I've heard of another, well, maybe Randy Couture, I guess doing, doing something similar, but it felt like with Randy Couture, he was more so doing that for himself. But I heard they, the number that I heard was that they offered in Ghana, like 8 million, which is unbelievably high and i also think it's remarkable that he negotiated it with no manager Mm -hmm. and i think not having management is largely i think i think that plays into him being able to stick to his guns because if he had a manager the manager would just say take the eight million because the manager would be looking out for himself as well and the fact that he had the foresight to get rid of management the confidence to represent himself and field offers from other organizations deal with the UFC. And honestly, it felt like the stuff that he was asking for wasn't even that crazy. 
Yeah. I don't even I don't see how it would be detrimental to the UFC. Maybe the allowing the sponsorships thing could be a little a little hairy, I guess, but it's just cool that he was looking out for, you know, his other fighters and he actually was able to walk away from the UFC and they let him go. Like yeah. a lot of times it seems like they're kind of spiteful and make the person who walks away wait like way longer and he has the ability to go to other organizations. I don't know. I'm I'm interested to see what happens. Uh, just a couple things there, Jeff. I'm pretty sure in Ganu, his um, he doesn't have management, but I'm pretty sure his manager is still like an advisor to oh, Ganu. Okay. Oh, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. So yeah, because um, and this is something that I learned through the Ariel Hawani interview, but I didn't realize that his because like um, there's like there's like I guess like some internal beef because um, his manager is a part of uh, CAA which is rival to, uh, um, you know, the, the main company Endeavor. Um, so th there was like this, this weird beef that, uh, and it's all speculation. Uh, Nobody's come out and admitted it, but they think that was a big reason why there was like a disconnect when it came to like actual like negotiations. So that was crazy, but also, and th th that, that 8 million number that, that you mentioned, I'm pretty sure that's what Brock Lesnar made at 200 and oh so it would exceed that then yes i i was um hearing uh he he was offered 24 million yeah. which is insane <laughs> and, and they turned around and gave that to john jones because now he's the highest paid every weight of all time which, but he signed an eight-year contract or eight fight deal mm -hmm. so you know the you know the funniest part about the whole thing is that Dana White tried the whole he doesn't want to fight bit. Like yeah. he, tried, he tried to say that Nganu wanted to make more money facing lesser competition. Mm -hmm. Unreal. Even, even though he wants to go box Fury or someone like Wilder or something, yeah. which I think would be a really hard matchup. But well, hey, make yeah. that money. He'll, he'll get, he, I think he would lose mm -hmm. in a boxing match, but. Imagine if for some reason he signed with like Bellator or one championship or like one of these uh, other places. Possibility because they probably will let him box. Oh yeah, or or imagine if he just did bare knuckle, he would be killing oh, these people. It'd be insane. They'd give him the yeah. company. To be honest, that's the only way they'd get them. They're like, hey, you could own the company if you join it. Yep. Yeah. And I imagine if the UFC caves, like even on some of it. Imagine if they cave just a little bit. And he ends up coming back. They did so say that he would be willing to come back, that he has no ill will towards them. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think he's being fair. Yeah, because he, he he even said that he just wanted to do uh, the three fight deal. Uh, he wanted to fight those three fights in 15 months. He wanted to fight John twice and to fight Stipe. Those are the three fights that he wanted. And I, I don't think that's unreasonable because he is getting up there in age. So... Why not? Yeah, and yeah. I, I would, I would love to see all those fights. Yeah, uh, but Jeffy, you mentioned Bellator. I, that's where I want to see Ngannou land because I'm, I'm such a big fan of Scott Coker. I, I love what he has done. His track record in MMA has been amazing, and yeah, uh, like for him to be able to secure someone like Ngannou, I feel like okay, it's like giving me like vibes, like like old strike force days because i remember people used to talk crap about strike force calling them the the b league 
but just you know over time yeah. uh, you know talent developed and they were legit rivals of the ufc that's why they eventually bought them out and a lot of those strike force champions became ufc champions straight up yeah so that's where i would like him to go and and you know and we've seen it in bellator they they let De- uh, dylan danis go box even though he um, pulled out of the fight uh, they're willing to to um, be flexible with their fighters they're willing to work with them because you know dylan came out and admitted that he had to pay a feed to bellator which i think is fine okay you want to go out and do something else like give bellator a cut go do it they're not going to try to hold you back and uh, you know cripple your career no so way more fair over yeah. there and that's yeah, interesting i i just want to see in fight again Getting glimpses of an Nganu that can like even slightly grapple and is willing to grapple, that's just terrifying. Yeah, that's crazy. But um, I'm, I'm, he said that his his gut is telling him that the next thing he does will be boxing, which, okay, maybe the biggest payday for sure. For sure. Uh, biggest payday. But can you imagine Nganu? be the first MMA fighter to go to boxing and actually uh, be successful because, you know, Conor McGregor, uh, you know, uh, fair play, uh, Floyd Mayweather, excuse me, Floyd Mayweather, the greatest boxer ever, uh, Tyron Woodley, a shame, Ben Askren, shame, Anderson Silva, shame. So maybe Ngannou is the one he can go and use that power, that, that real knockout power and uh, you know, finally bring some uh, pride back to MMA when it comes to uh, MMA fighters going to boxing. You you know what I think would be more interesting than him versus Tyson Fury because I think Tyson Fury would love Ngannou, but I think Tyson Fury would just smoke him. Yeah, Deontay Wilder. I'd like to see Deontay mm-hmm. Wilder, Francis Ngannou. Both of them, they they have very similar attributes with the power, mm-hmm. and they're. I mean, Deontay Wilde is probably more of a technical boxer for sure, just with all of his experience and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'd be interested in that even versus Tyson Fury. Yeah. Well, it's not like Wilder can't be shooken. I mean, Fury, you know, TKO'd him twice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, Errol Hawani had asked him about uh, Wilder, and he said that uh, just given the state of his career, he's not like the top choice. He, he mentioned that he would like to fight. Um, Fury or Anthony Joshua, which I would prefer the Joshua fight because oh, because wow. Joshua he he stumbled and uh, yeah. you know, isn't perfect, but uh, that fight I think would be a, a good uh, you know uh, warm up for Ngannou because I think Wilder beats Joshua and uh, you know he could be competitive yeah. again against Fury, so I, I'd rather see him fight like a Joshua first and then maybe a, a Wilder. Imagine yeah. okay, one two three, let's do Joshua Wilder and then Fury. That Jesus that'd be Christ. insane. <laughs> yeah, it's not even a boxer that gets to fight all three of them. That's wild. Yeah, yeah imagine. Value. I'm not sure how. Yeah, yeah but we, okay. But now this is where things get tricky because uh, we all know that as tough as the UFC is to work with, it's more complicated when it comes to boxing because you got to deal yeah. with like the the all these different promoters and then. Um, who's going to televise it. So I, I hope w- if it is boxing, I hope that he has um, a smooth transition and he doesn't have trouble finding a fight because he wants to fight, you know, July is like the latest he said he wants to fight. But I hope it, it happens this year because 
you've seen how it's hard to make the right boxing fights with normal boxers. So when it comes to Francis yeah. Ngannou, I hope he's able to secure a fight sooner than later because he's getting older. Time is ticking. I'd like to see him get this boxing thing out of the way. You know, it's been his dream since, uh, you know, he, he came to or what when he fled Cameroon. So I, I'd like to see him achieve whatever you know he wants to do in boxing, whether it be success or not. But I, I want to see him back in MMA before he gets uh, you know, too old. Because I, I don't want to have those conversations of like, what if he never went to boxing? Because it, it's, it's never turned out good for anybody. Like, I wish Conor McGregor never went to boxing. I wish Tyron Woodley, Anderson Silva, I wish none of them ever went to boxing. Yeah. Especially Conor, because when he went, before he went to boxing, like, that was the best version of Conor. I mean, he knocked out that, how he defeated Alvarez leading into that was one of the most insane things ever. It was like a flawless victory, like, if, <laughs> if you've ever seen one. Yeah, that, back then, I, I really thought he could beat Khabib. I was like, this guy's got it. He's going to go to Russia. He's going <laughs> to chill with Putin, and he's going to take he out. He probably could have, dude. I, that's the thing. He had a different determination, and that's really what motivates people. And when he made all that money, changed his style where he stopped being less kicking and focusing more on boxing, it just fucked him up. So it's funny that you guys mentioned that because this never gets talked about. All, all I ever see get mentioned is that Khabib finished him or whatever. Look at his performance versus Khabib and compare that against everyone else that's fought Khabib, aside from maybe like Gleason Tebow, because, you know. <laughs> that was way back Khabib in the day. Some, yeah, Khabib had yeah. some trouble with him. Connor's performance kind of kind of holds up compared to everyone else. Everyone else is getting finished in, inside two rounds. Mm-hmm. Well, Connor made it to round four. Yeah, yeah. and he actually won a round. Yeah, he won a round, yeah. He'd yeah, what, yeah, one around had a whole ass other fight after the fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he won that. He won those exchanges too. <laughs> yeah, didn't get knocked out. Um, yeah, yeah. I like Khabib, but I don't like people saying that he's the goat just because he no. just because he has a twenty nine and zero record. You know, when when you put up his competition versus the other goats like John Jones, GSP, it just it, it, it's not the same. Yeah, because they did it all at the top. He did it, you know, before. Not to say he didn't have an impressive, you know, streak in UFC. It's definitely, but he did. He needed to be a defending champion more, mm-hmm. you know, just a little bit more. Yeah, no, because there's because he didn't fight the Charles Oliveira, and, and obviously he was never going to fight um, Islam. Um, and then uh, imagine yeah. Volkanovski goes up to to fight him. There was there was more fights for him to have, and. I obviously understand why he he stepped away, um, so I I don't fault him for that. I I don't think he's weak or anything like that. I just don't think he's the goat. Yeah, De- definitely a very talented fighter, very talented coach. Which even that they're saying he's kind of squir- like going back a little bit, like he's going to focus more on his family. <clears throat> but you know, sometimes you just kind of realize where your passion is, and if his passion is his family, I don't I don't knock the guy for that. There's a lot of people that wouldn't put their family in front of their career. True. Yeah. I, I think if we're talking strictly fighting, John Jones is goaded. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like Khabib's in the conversation because other than, you know, T-Bow or whatever, at no point was he ever oh. really challenged. Oh. Where arguably Jones probably yeah. lost against Reyes. You know what I mean? He, he lost but, two fights. He lost that first Gustafson fight and that Reyes yeah. fight. But... 
if if Jones goes in and starts fucking up all these heavyweights, it's undeniable. He's looking fucking massive too. Like yeah. he he did it right to bulking up. I'm I'm really curious to see because you know they announced that fight with Cyril Gon. I think that's a really good matchup because I see oh. Cyril Gon trying to strike with him over trying to take him down or wrestle with him like Stipe would. He I think he's gonna beat the shit out of Cyril Gon. Francis and Ganu grapple fucked Cyril yeah. Gon. John Jones is an epic, unbelievable grappler. Yeah. Good I mean, range maybe, too. Yeah, I mean, maybe Cyril Gan like like touches him or something, but I I think that fight is so heavy in John Jones's favor. Yeah, he's the underdog. What? Yeah, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's crazy. Think about it. If Tai Tuivasa would have beat Gan, we would have been having Tai Tuivasa probably versus John Jones or something like that. Well, what, I- what kind of underdog is he? What's the line at? It's it's like. 115 to 105. It's oh, like they're, they're very, like very, it's like a toss, but yeah, it's like slight. They're, they're trying to get more people to bet on it for yeah. sure. I think they're trying to just generate like more people spending on it. I, I don't, I guess because we haven't seen Jones at heavyweight, like there's the question mark, but I don't, with his skill set, I don't, I don't see. Yeah, I don't there's see not a lot of people who could move fast and wrestle. Yeah. And that's going to be a key. That's what Cormier used, you know. He was really fast and wrestled, you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously, Cyril Gan is like super light on his feet. He's agile and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and he can touch Jones maybe. But other than like Cyril Gan landing a good punch or a kick somehow, dude, I, I don't see it. And Jones also is like got to be game planning pretty hard. He's taking this serious, and he's got a good yeah. team. Yeah, I mean, his IQ is one of the best in the business. It's yeah. no doubt about it. I mean, just you could see the sheer violence he's brought onto people. So. Well, and I'm not trying to use MMA math here, but I would argue that Cormier could be favored against Gon because of his grappling. And look what yeah. Jones did to him. But I, I, I digress. I'm, I'm going to watch it anyway. I'm excited about it. Yeah. yeah. You got to factor in ring rust because that is definitely a thing. Sure. And oh, I don't know. You got to ask your boy. Which boy? Dominic Cruz. It's all a mindset. It's it's true, but uh, you still have to factor it in because it's been three years, which is crazy to to be yeah. gone for, from the ring. And Nate, you mentioned the Taito Vasa fight, which I'm happy you did because uh, gone proved that he could take a punch, and especially at yeah. heavyweight to to take those kinds of hits. That, that that definitely says a lot, and I'm, I'm sure it was a um, obviously a, a great learning experience for Gon. I'm, I'm sure he learned well, some new things about himself. And he didn't get KO'd, you know. Yeah. Yes. So it, it's going to be, uh, I, I think, an interesting fight. I and, and Gon's really technical, so he's not going to go out there and you know throw any unnecessary stuff or you know uh, you know be off balance. So I I'm just really curious to see how it goes. Yeah, it's a really good matchup. I, I think it's the perfect matchup for him to move into. Because, like, Gon, you know, he hasn't been training MMA that, that long. You know, he's still pretty relatively new to the game, but he just has a good skill base from his previous, you know, fighting profession. So it just carries on that, especially if Jones is going to try to strike with him primarily. I think that favors him, but I don't think Jones is going to do that. And th- that's where I wish they were able to make the steep a matchup just because I would have loved to see 
two experienced fighters, right? Uh, Stipe is not the biggest heavyweight. Um, I think that would have been uh, a, a matchup that I would have enjoyed a little more. Yeah, that's what Jones wanted too. He said he wanted Stipe for like as his comeback fight, mm-hmm. but it just couldn't happen. Although Stipe did say that he's willing to fight the winner of this fight in like July, so for that- sure. I just don't want to wait that long because uh, for for John to be gone for three years, I don't want to see him fight the beginning of the year and then have to wait six, seven months just yeah. to see him again. I guess kind of depends on how he feels or how he does against Gone too. If he can, if he mows through him, maybe he might take a a quicker fight. You know, <laughs> I that's the outcome that I see happening. And you guys, you guys mentioned. Uh, Gon's overall lack of MMA experience. And I know there's a little ring rust or whatever with John Jones, but I feel like that's going to play so heavy in a fight like this. I don't know. He hangs out under rings a lot, so he might, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he might have I, some familiarity with the ring still. But, you know, before this fight got announced, I wanted to see uh, Sergey Pavlovich versus Cyril Gon. Mm-hmm. Or however he, he has a fight coming up, though. Sergey, who they match him up with? Oh my God, um, I'd have to see. I, I think they announced it for the same card. Because that guy is terrifying. Oh, it's Lewis. Yeah, Derek Lewis again. Derek Lewis, yeah. I thought they did that already. Yeah. Stay back. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure Sergey. Yeah. Like, he, he, February fourth, twenty twenty three. Yeah, he, he he knocked him out. And they're just going to run it back? Why not? Yeah. Let's say less. Okay. <laughs> um, and and what, he, what he did to tie to Avasa, too? It's crazy. That guy's a killer. Yeah. That, I don't know, Lewis. He, I don't think he can take a hit anymore. He can definitely knock someone out, but lately he's been getting stunned from people. So hopefully he took some time off. Yeah, to me, Lewis yeah. has always been like a glass cannon because you know he's always having the back problems, or you know he's always getting hurt in the fights. Sometimes being able to come back, but yeah, he for him it's been uh, you know not so good as of late. But I'm not, you know. Yeah, hey, make that on. money. He's he's up there in age too, but and he turned his life around. He's got a funny, you know, Instagram and like meme sharing kind of thing going on. So. Eh. Let him have yeah. fun. He he's also rich and has like kids and stuff like that. So he's probably, I mean, I don't. He's not coasting because the guy doesn't want to get knocked out all the time. But he's probably he's he probably has a different level of intensity with his training. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I like him. I think he rules. I love seeing him fight. Yeah, I, I'm a fan of him just because you, you don't really know what you're going to get. Um, but heavyweight division and it's always going to uh you know whoever wins Cyril gone or john jones there's always going to be that what if question when it comes to that who's the actual heavyweight champion you know (laughs) because there's only been one or okay two people to beat in ganu in the ufc lewis lewis and stipe but nobody took him out when he was champ because this version the the last version we saw of, of francis might not have been his best, but 
that version when he got the belt from Stipe and their rematch, that was that was a scary yeah. Francis. Well, dude, in and Ganu's leg was all fucked up in that Gan fight. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We, we didn't get to yeah. see the best version of him, but imagine how much better he is now versus back then. Oh God! Uh, imagine a fully mobile Ngannou versus Gan. Yeah, probably. probably you got to think he probably finishes him. Hundred percent. Yeah. So I just wish, uh, you know, they they could have cleared it up, but obviously the UFC they're not going to want to give any leverage to, to the fighters because you know obviously you give them an inch today obviously they're going to want more you know a couple of years from now which i think is totally fair because if you look at any other um you know major league of sports like it's pretty fair when it comes to the the um the league versus the actual athletes so it, yeah. it, it sucks when um, we, we want to talk about how cool our sport is, but then there's like this dark side, right? There, there's all yeah. these problems, and I, I, I really wish that there weren't. I, I wish it was like the NBA, the NFL, the NHL, MLB, whatever, because they're way more fair over there. And, you know, those athletes had a fight for those rights. So it, it's, it's crazy what we're about to be um, like 30 years into the UFC, um, and it's still really bad. It, it's interesting too, um, because before the buyout went, I mean, th there's no excusing like the low pay or whatever, but it's still relatively, the UFC and MMA is still in its infancy kind of, if you look at like the huge picture, like you're talking 25, 30 years from now. Um, I figured once the UFC got bought out and had a way bigger entity like behind them, that the pay would have gone up like dramatically, yeah, you know, right. and that it would have been stepping towards that direction because there's more resources, but maybe, you know, Endeavor felt so good about buying it because of the model that they yeah. had established already, you know? Well, if, if I remember correctly, um, uh, Endeavor, they represented Dana White. That's how they got to the deal to, to buying so I'm sure they they probably knew a lot of the inner workings beforehand and were like, oh, cool, you guys are screwing these people over and making a fuck ton of money. We would like that. Let's do it. Yeah. And you know what? I bet you, he, for whatever reason, I feel like Dana White has got to have leverage over them somehow, especially considering like he's on video. I mean, that's a whole other topic we can get into, like mm -hmm. him slapping his wife or whatever. But like, nothing happened, <laughs> like at all. Ima imagine if that was like. What do you mean nothing happened, else. Jeff? He has to live with it the rest of his life. Yeah, How dare you, that, that's his How punishment, Jeff. Don't forget. Yeah, he has to his personal life. He has to think about it on a daily yeah. basis. Or, wow. It's I I don't know. It's, it, it's dark because. Uh, yeah. I. It just makes me think he's got some like crazy leverage over them the fact that that happens and then yeah like the same the same model you know yeah i'm i'm not sure uh, apparently he's a really bad guy <laughs> they probably just need to let hunter campbell take over already i don't, I don't know he, he might not even want to do that <laughs> yeah he might be seeing the inner workings already gone yeah this sucks <laughs> they just need to call chael sonnen he'd be the perfect person 
could chill sudden. He'd probably do pretty well just because he, you know, they should get more fighters to be involved in those inner workings. Yeah, get Brian Stan back somehow. Yeah, he he would have been probably really good. Yeah, person like within the UFC, like as a fighter representative, because he really did care about the sport. Yeah, but he's gone on to better things. He's and, not worried about it. You know what? To circle back, I guess to the Engano thing. It's funny how, according to Engano, they told him like just go ask Randy Couture what it's like once you leave, and then he just yeah. like actually asked him. Yeah. <laughs> And like took it completely literally and did exactly that. Yeah, I think that was like a unbelievable, like one of those like scare tactics, you know? Yeah, you want to get like that? Ngannou's such a badass. I love that dude. I I feel like his stock is so much higher by taking this route. Yeah, because no heavyweight champion has ever done that. No. And, and, is and it, go ahead. He's such a casual, friendly fighter. Like, who doesn't want to see him just beat the shit out of people? Like, you're, I mean, yeah, he, he's got a little bit of stuff he's got to work on, obviously, but he's not one-dimensional anymore. Your average person that MMA is, like, targeted towards, they want to see exactly what he does. And he's, like, amazing at it. He's got the best backstory. He's got everything. His stock's just going to keep going up, I think. Well, that's if he keeps winning. Because if he goes out and gets yeah. knocked out by somebody random, it's going to be a dark day. I can't yeah. imagine that happens in another organization, though. Like, I could see Jones beating him. Dude. I could see him having trouble with that Sergey guy. But, like... Dude, don't disrespect Ryan Bader. Ryan Darth Bader. Come on, bro. <laughs> we'll see how he does against... Uh, he, do you fa- think Russ is going to pay him to take the dive? Fedor is I love Fedor the last emperor but Fedor is washed up he should have retired a long time ago yeah 100% he's getting knocked out he he's Bader sending him back in a box there's no way it's sad like okay like I I hope he's making a lot of money but he he should have stopped fighting a long time ago man because it's just He's one of those legends that has stuck around for too long, and it's just like, no, you should have, like, you know, it, 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 you stick around long enough, you're going to lose, right? Unless yeah. you're John Jones. <laughs> Somehow he's been able to, to keep winning. He's the last guard. If you think about, like, the older generation of MMA, all these great champions have all lost, except for John Jones, which is yeah. crazy. So his his time's coming. He, he's yeah. not, there's, there's no way you're going to be that good forever. Because not only is the, the 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 competition gonna catch up to you um you know father time always wins so john jones like i'm i like i respect his skill i'm not a fan of him but uh you know if he, he sticks around long enough like cool like I, it'd be crazy to see him become the heavyweight champion because we talked about him fighting heavyweight for so long that'd be a great thing to see but there's somebody out there that could beat him yeah. i agree with that and circling back a little bit to the goat argument and him being the goat a lot of people try and say, like, you know, some of the bullshit he's gotten into, like, outside of fighting mm-hmm. is a reason for him not to be the GOAT. I fully disagree with that because when he is fighting, he's beating everybody. You know. Hey, the, the only thing that I would hold arguably. against him is, you know, he's had, you know, the, the, the those um, 
those pictograms or whatever. You know, he, hey, yeah. GSP yeah. never tested for anything. Listen, John man. Jones has. That's that's where I split the difference right there. Dana White is slapping women on camera. You can't be that mad at Jones anymore. I'm not mad at Jones. I'm I mean, just saying he and nothing, nothing's happening. Jones isn't a clean fighter. Yeah. Okay. For sure. That's why GSP is Jones number two, <laughs> GSP number one. Come on. Yeah. GSP multiple weight champion, right? Middleweight, welterweight. Never tested positive for anything. That's right. He did get middleweight champ against he, Bisping. That's true. He that did. matters. Beat up the count. Yeah, you <laughs> you you don't forget about it, but it gets it gets overlooked a little bit because he like never defended or whatever. But yeah, that's a good point. That's that's yeah, that's the only thing to John Jones. It's the only thing. It's funny because after John Jones left, you just look at the state of the heavy light heavyweight now too. It's so erratic. Bad. Oh. I, I went to the UFC 282, and it was. Man, that was a crazy event just because every every fight was a finish until the co-main and the main event. And like the main event just to end with a draw between Jan and Ankalov. I was not expecting that. And so many people were pissed. I mean, it's crazy because it's like leading into UFC 283. Instead of having a, either the guys rematch or fight for the belt, they're just like, we're getting entirely different people because you guys pissed us off so bad. And I hate that. Yeah. Yeah, it may, it makes you miss uh, Yuri already. This is his fault. I know it's his yeah. fault, but I still miss him. Dude, that, hey, I did. That's why I wanted. That's why I went because I wanted to see Yuri fight against Glover. Yeah. I was like so hyped for that. I mean, it was kind of cool because I got to see Raul Rosas Jr. like make his debut and just completely defeat. But you know what I mean? Like, if he ever becomes something, I'm like, hey, I was at his first fight. That's pretty awesome. Chris Dawkins probably got to hang it up. He's like been starched like three times in a row with like barely even being touched. Edmund, you know, coming back finally, finding a actual gym that's going to help him do better. Yeah, that was a crazy. Oh, that Darren Till fight pissed me off, though. Till is so retired. Mad. He needs to retire. Yeah, I was yelling. I was like, because I was next to a bunch of people from the UK and they were like, Go kill! You just got it. You do it, and then I, I was just like, "Oh no, this guy sucks!" Like I, I just couldn't say anything because they were like getting all mad when people were saying, "Like, what the hell are you doing, Till?" Should have told him. But, Till sucks. He's o it's over for him. He had yeah, a shot. I, I like Till. Send send him to a different organization. Let him work yeah. his way back up. They did it with Rumble. Rest rest in peace, Rumble. Uh, but yeah, but his body, like I, I don't know if. It, and we'd want to take him. He, he barely makes it to fights. And then when he does, yeah. it's just lackluster. He, he, he's not who he used to be. Yeah. Ever since Woodley starts yeah. them, it's kind of been the, that was like the downfall there. That, that would, that Woodley Masvidal back to back. I yeah. do. I think the Masvidal knockout is soon. Oh, yeah. That's mm -hmm. a lot worse. But, but yeah, then Patty hit that whole debacle. That he was, lost that fight. That's how everyone you, was like, "Our sport." That's where you're like, "Okay, this shit's corrupt." There's no fucking yeah, way. There's no way. Yeah. Nobody in this world who knows anything about fighting thinks that guy won that fight. No, not yeah. I I thought that was number one bullshit. Yeah. And Ariel Ariel Hawani smoked Patty Pimblett 
after Pinboat had that podcast with Dana White and they were talking shit about Ariel. That's embarrassing. Ariel freaking smoked his ass. I, I, I like lose stock. I hate those kind of people where it's just like they, they they get around, you know, whatever they have a common enemy and they just want to pile on and just say a bunch of lies and bullshit. Yeah. Fuck that guy. And Dana White. That's how you know they're bullshitty. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm whatever about Pimblet. I don't. I, he's overrated. I, don't, I, I, I agree with that. I think he's overrated, but <clears throat> he, he doesn't make me like, he's not enough of a heel for me to potentially dislike him. Like, I just don't really feel anything about him. He doesn't do anything for me. Like I'm whatever about him. See, I hate him because I'm team Ariel. I've been riding with Ariel right. and I think Ariel's a stand up guy. So for someone to try to come and, you know, tear down someone's character for no reason and yeah. tell all these lies. And even after the fact, even after Ariel presented all the receipts to, you know, state his case, it, it he's become a joke because so many fighters come on and make the joke about, you know, uh, how they can collect their payment for the, for the interview. <laughs> yeah. And I, I love that. Cause yeah, Patty's a fucking clown. You know, go ahead. I want to see, you know, who I want to see fight Patty. He was on the same card and he has beef with them. Ilya. That ain't gonna happen. Oh, he'll kill him. Dude, dude. he would That's kill him. Dude, when yeah. he did the Bryce Mitchell, I was like, when I was watching that live, oh. I was like, oh, God. that was dude, dude. That guy, he's good. He like, beat the dog shit out of Bryce Mitchell. He like that was like I was kind of like, all right, is Bryce Mitchell just gonna like wrestle the hell out of him? And dude, like really? when I just saw him like go off on him, I was like, wow, that guy's so good. <laughs> I was like, damn. Bryce Mitchell was trying to say that I think he was sick or had something wrong with him going into it. You know, the, the whole, I didn't feel good. It was an off yeah. night. Dude, I don't even know if he had an on night. If yeah. he would have been able to hold up against that guy. No, dude. Yeah. That, that, he's he's someone to look out for. Ilya, he's really good. Right. 100%. I agree. That guy's crazy because he's featherweight and he would still beat Patty at lightweight. No problem. I could see that 100. percent Oh, no that's why he doesn't want to fight him. Yeah, yeah, dude, I'm I'm so down to see that happen. But the the UFC knows that. There's yeah. no way they would they <laughs> would no never way. feed Patty Pimble to that guy. Yeah, they're gonna give him the the coast, you know, like the smooth sailing route. You know, he's yeah. gonna be taking the coastal drive. Patty Pimblet, he's not gonna take any hard fights. I I want to see Patty Pimblet Drew Dober. Nah. I saw Dover is calling for that. I, is he I really? Would, yeah, Dover called for it. Oh, I would love that. That'd be I awesome. Think it, I think it makes sense. It's a a step up, I guess, for Pimblet. Um, he would have a chance to have a major grappling advantage, supposedly. You know what I mean? Dover's super yeah. exciting, and yeah, I think that I think that'd be great. The timing's there. Like both those yeah. guys are, are fine. You know, they're healthy. You know who I want to yeah. see him fight? I, I, I want to see Moikano fight him. Moikano is Patty Pimblet? Yeah. Oh, Moikano would fuck him up. <laughs> That's dude. exactly why. I hate Patty. I just want to see him get it. <laughs> I want to see him fight, you know, somebody good. Just give him RDA. <laughs> God, yeah. I want my friend Patty Knight. Freaking <clears throat> <laughs> RDA. So, speaking, Connor. That's sad. Uh, speaking of lightweight, oh, I would love to see Connor get stuck with rda when he comes back rda deserves that no connor shouldn't fight again well he, obviously rda would beat his ass but it would be a little bit of redemption i, I don't, um, don't want to see these has-beens fight but okay go ahead sorry so what i was going to say for lightweight they just announced uh 
Rafael uh, Fiziev versus Justin Gaethje. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is a horrible fight for Justin Gaethje. Yeah. I think Fiziev is just going to beat the brakes off him. Um, unless Gaethje decides to change it up and like really leverage his wrestling and his grappling. No, he's which he won't. No, he's going to try and make a slugfest out of it, and Fazeev will just brutalize him at that. I think. I think that. I think that fight is almost a mit- almost a mismatch, honestly. But I'm down. I'm here for it. I'd love to see Gaethje win because I, I love watching him fight. Dude's a legend in my opinion. He's one of my favorites, but. I, I think Fiziev is kind of a tough matchup for him, man. I, I feel like for Gaethje, he, I feel like it's, it's at the point now where the competition is like, okay, we know your style. You're not a challenge anymore. So it's like, you know, they just have to out tough him. Um, so I do see him losing that fight as well. And, and it sucks because he has more skill, but he just doesn't use it. And like, it's just been his detriment for his whole career. Um, and, you know, he's had some fun fights, whatever, but like, it, why don't you use all your skills? Why don't you be an actual mixed martial artist and uh, you know save yourself some you know brain damage that he's definitely gonna have? Yeah, I'm I'm a I'm a big Gaethje guy. Like I think I think he's incredible. Um, I <laughs> I just don't think he's gonna get very far. You know, striking against a fucking Muay Thai savage like Fazeev. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, who's taking way less damage way more durable Dude, way less and you know rda was doing real good against him when they fought and then uh Fazeev, like touched him up real bad May- maybe gage decides to wrestle him but i just i can't imagine that that happens yeah. dude. unless kamar usman yeah. somehow tr- convinces him too but i doubt Which it. You'd, you'd think that they train together you know what i mean and like that's <laughs> I don't know. Oh, freaking news, man. I, I still can't get over that knockout. They've been showing it. They like, replay it so much. I'm, I'm sure that that hurts his ego a little bit. Yeah. You know, Leon Edwards is, is cool, but I think, uh, I think Usman wins that fight nine out of 10 times. That night, yes. Yeah. You, you yeah. think he looks different this next fight? You, you think uh, Edwards has his number? Well, I don't know if he has his number, but you know, getting knocked out like that changes fighters. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. And, and also, it depends if he might just wrestle. First, only that's his now. first one too, right? That's the first. I think that's the first time he's ever been slept. Yeah, yeah, because he's only yeah. lost to. Um, he, he's been submitted early yeah. in his career, and, and you got to think too, like there, he's going to Leon's home turf, right? So he's going to have to travel international. He's not going to have the comfort of being in the United States. So there's just a lot of factors going against him. And, you know, only he knows what kind of, uh, you know, uh, mental shape he's in because getting knocked out and having to face the guy right away. It's not always, you know, in favor of, you know, people getting those immediate rematches. So it's um, going to be interesting. I, I, I put my money on Leon again, if I'm being honest. I I'm hesitant to pick Leon, but now you make a lot of valid points, man. I, you run it. You you, you got to run it back because he's the champ, and he was such a dominant champion. And obviously, yeah. I that. tell but that to no. Tyron Woodley. <laughs> they don't let him run it back. That's yeah, true. That's true. Yeah, forget it. Ain't fair. It's weird. UFC is not fair. No, 
Yeah. Not at all. That's the, the that's the the, the root of it. They, they hated Tyron. Once he lost, right? Cool. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. So who do you who do you think Patty Pim- to circle back to UFC fairness, etc. He's a favorite. You know what I mean? The UFC obviously loves him and is pushing him. Mm-hmm. Realistically, what do you think they do with Pimblet next? Well, they're gonna have to um, give him a matchup that if he can win that people are going to be excited about because obviously they're well aware of the backlash and he's not ranked. So this is the question. Do they give him a a ranked opponent to try to get him in those rankings to, to, you know, to kind of push him in the uh, direction of this next step of um, step of in competition? Um, I I think the Drew Dober fight is the fight to to make, but will they give it to him? I I don't know because they're putting their cash cow at risk. Because you remember yeah. they used to uh, you know uh, pump up uh, Patty Pimblet and uh, Molly McCann, but you saw what happened to Molly McCann. We haven't heard the people from the UFC yeah. about her since. So they're obviously putting another star at risk, and um, I think. Uh, Drew Dober's the fight to me, but they might, like Nate said, give him that that smooth ride, like they gave uh, Sean O'Malley. They might give him the Sean O'Malley treatment, who I hate. Oh, hey, you know what though? They uh, they fed, in my opinion, they were feeding O'Malley to Peter Yan, and then O'Malley ended up stepping up and beating him, which is crazy. Beating him, I, yeah, beat him. Sure, I I, I thought Yan won. For the record, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? But that was just a thousand times better of a fight than I thought it was gonna be. I thought Jan was gonna beat the crap out of O'Malley. Yeah, and there's yeah. there's talks of Sean maybe fighting for an interim title, which is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how he got here. I hate the guy. I um, hope he wins, dude. I'm down. Oh there's God. there's he no way. Out Cejudo, He's not knocking out Cejudo. Cejudo's gonna dude, be dominant. If he knocks out Cejudo, I'm gonna die laughing so no, hard. Cejudo. I'm gonna I'm gonna go, Johnny, you're right all along, baby. Cejudo's the real champ. He he's the undisputed king. He's gonna come back. Yeah. He's gonna knock out Sean O'Malley, and then while he waits for Aljamain to heal, he's gonna go back down to twenty five and he's gonna beat up Davidson or Moreno, whoever's the champ at the time. Hundred percent. I agree. Henry should have never left. Like I, I, I get why he left. They didn't give. He didn't get what he wanted. He had to come crawling back. So, he, you know what? He, I mean, it's it's different than Ngannou, but he held out, and like he didn't have. He didn't run out of his contract. That was the issue. He, yeah. He. I don't think he's crawling back. I think he's going to come he back and whoop some ass. He's he's gonna whoop some ass, but he's getting that same fucking he paycheck. Too many fucking pillows. That's why he's come fucking back. Full fucking fully invested in every fucking face pill you can make. Yeah, he's um, he should have never left because he he if he never left, can you imagine so him dominant. him actually being a, a a champ champ? The exciting fights we we could have seen. Um, he yeah. would have been way richer, and his, his legacy would have been way like probably cemented because he I I think he beats all these guys at the top of bantamweight, the top of flyweight. He he's so good. It's it's it, it's crazy to me that he he left and, and the time that he did because he climbed he climbed the 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 tallest mountain. He beat Demetrius Johnson. Not a lot of people can say that he beat TJ Dillashaw before he he was outed as a you know PD user. So he did a lot of great things. I wish he never left. Yeah, Imagine. He, he definitely killed his steam. 
imagine if he would have imagine if he would have fought Volkanovsky and then like triple champ it like actual oh three God. different weight classes mind blown he's and the goat he he's triple champ he's the goat yeah dude for sure and i mean Volkanovsky's a lot bigger and so on and so forth um i think that's a tough fight for henry cejudo but there's time he's not that old he could yeah good yeah he's not that old but but i think Volkanovsky is at a point where okay this is where we're gonna look back and be like why did you go up to lightweight this is a dumb oh, move dude. you should have he should just be the dominant featherweight champion this is it's yeah. never gone well for a featherweight to go up to lightweight the the, the size yeah, difference is just too much Went well for Connor's Connor. only Connor one, yeah. Him. But like Holloway was so impressive, like in his run, and then you, you're like, all right, you should do good in lightweight, and then yeah, you know, Dustin kind of pieced him up pretty nasty. Yeah, I'm so I'm excited for Islam versus uh Volkanovski, but dude, I don't see how Volkanovski wins unless unless he can somehow keep it standing and he outpoints him because yeah. he's got really good movement on his feet and he's like tricky. Um. I just I think that gets taken to the ground and he has a really really tough time with Islam, man. He's a pretty good wrestling. Yeah. He's a great wrestler. He's an amazing fighter. He's a bad motherfucker, but Islam taking taking him down, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Watch him beat Islam, imagine. Dude, well Islam's been knocked out before. Just yes. let's not forget in, that. I think that in in his second UFC fight? Mhm. I yeah, it was a flash knockout too. It was like right at the get go, just boom. Yeah, man, yeah. that's the thing. And Volkanovski's got that sting too, man. The way he's he, a tough dude, dude. The way he beat up Korean Zombie, that was sad. Yeah, dude, that went on way too long. But yeah. okay, Volkanovski is uh, hypothetically he wins, and then what? He's he, there's there's no way he he can defend at both weight classes yeah, then he just sticks with 155 and doesn't cut weight no more he he he's too small yeah he, but he would he used to be big he used to be 200 plus yeah he but totally do it yeah but he wasn't fighting the killers of the world at his heavier weight he was playing rugby yeah, that's true yeah but hey man this saturday ufc 283 baby this card's whack but we can talk about it <laughs> Honestly, it's the it's the main two fights that are, you know, I guess the main card's not too bad, but it sucks because the preliminary card, like we got Robocop, who I think is a really good fighter. You know, that last fight he had where he got that gash and still, you know, ended up winning. I was pretty impressed, but um, he was supposed to fight Brad Tavares, but he dropped out. Now he's just fighting some random dude, you know, sh- short notice, which is kind of a bummer, you know. I would like to see him continue working up the ranks. It's going to be Shogun's final fight, you know, before he retires. He should have already He's retired. Fighting. This is this yeah. is sad. Yeah, he he should have been gone a while ago. Hopefully, he's getting paid a shitload of money. Hopefully, he yeah. beats this guy easy and can just go out on a high note. But he's probably going to get fucked up. Let's be real. Yeah, and it's just like this is Shogun Hua. This is God. Or dude. it's going to be like a brutal war against yeah. like someone that doesn't have much of a name but yeah it's his last fight i'm happy for him yeah i'm not yeah, i think that's why they legendary gave him career they gave him someone that doesn't even have a wikipedia page for a reason you know i think they're trying to give him a good way out 
Zombies. Which is which is nice. Usually the UFC tries to give you a hard ass fight in your way out and make yeah. the person who beats that person on their way out get their name. Yeah, kind of like give them a bump. And Terrence McKinney coming back after losing the Dober. See how he does. He's a he's a really good fighter. I I like how quick he is. Like he tries to like you know submit and like finish people, but also puts them at risk. So. I'd like to see him kind of control it a little better, but he's an interesting fighter. Yeah. Paul Craig versus Johnny Walker. Uh, I think Walker's going to beat that one. Ooh, I think Paul Craig beats him. <laughs> yeah, same here. I think Johnny Walker's going to, like, just knock him out. I think he's just going to go wild on him. Maybe, maybe, maybe if, if he shows some discipline. Um, yeah, I, I for sure think Walker has the advantage on the feet, but if that thing comes even close to the ground, yeah. Paul Craig submits him real easy. Another, hey, one fighter that I think is pretty interesting of note, we were talking about uh, Kamaru Usman. Pretty sure Warley Alves, who's uh, fighting in the early prelims, I think he, I think he's one of the one of the people who beat Usman like back in the day. I think he either beat Usman or Covington. Let me see. Yeah, I don't think it was Usman. No, dude. He beat mm-hmm. Usman in 2016. You beat him. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Correction. He he lost to Usman. Yeah. He uh, submitted Colby Covington. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, right. Just people mixed. But yeah, uh, Covington. See when he decides to come back, too. Supposed to fight Kamza next. Hey, give me, give me Covington and Kamza all day, dude. dude. I love that fight. Yeah, that, that's a good matchup. Colby would well, really beat a, a good test for Kamza. I don't. I think Covington takes it though. I think Gilbert Burns, who's on this card, you have say, you know, showed that when you get to that high level, Kamza's just a little too wild. Like he thinks like he he's just gonna connect and knock him out, which you know he down burns a few times, but burns, you know, shows that when you're at that level, it's you know you gotta have that toughness, you gotta have that push. So, Gilbert Burns versus Neil Magny, I I just think Burns gonna win this. I think I like Neil Magny. I think he definitely has a chance, but uh, I just think Burns is gonna take him down. I I think yeah I I think Gilbert Burns wins, but. I think that should probably be like the sleeper fight on this entire card that's going to end up over delivering and being fucking super badass just because both those guys bring it so hard. But I have, I think Gilbert Burns is going to beat him. I'm picking Magny. See Magny <laughs> outworking him. You're, you're, you're a total Magny. Magny guy. did train with Kamzat recently. And he, he did say Kamzat was the real deal after training with him. He was like, I'm actually really impressed. And uh, so Ka- Burns hey. and Kamzat fought last. So maybe some you know insight. What, you know what, though? Hamzat, he's got to say that Burns is the real deal, though. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Kamzat needs to come in on weight. That's, yeah. that's the main thing. He will. It's ridiculous yeah, that, that he came in so far over and they had to redo this whole card for him. That was that was insane. Yeah, that was kind of bullshit. I don't. I'm pretty sure they didn't like that, but they just had to fucking deal with it at the moment because they couldn't lose that fight. But I'm pretty sure which fight? Like now, the comes like you know, 
why, why I don't see why he, it was so important for him to fight. That's their cat. Like they're trying to push that full elevate them. They always been on Kamzat stock, man. Yeah, but... he's a little too. Um, I think he's getting a little too prideful about it, though. Yeah, but you can't promote someone who can't make weight. Just like you know, Joe Rogan was telling him, like, yo, if this was a title fight, he wouldn't have fought for the title. Yeah, he didn't like that. Joe said that to him. You can tell. But you know, it's crazy. It's, this fight, this card does have a historic moment in it, though. The first time someone's had like a four fourth fight together. Yes, but I'm gonna be honest. I don't care that much. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. How, how many times did Frankie Edgar and BJ Penn fight? They fought like four times, didn't they? Yeah, they fought twice. I thought they fought like four times. Or am I crazy? I think, I think they did it twice, and Edgar was like pretty dominant. But well, the first one was kind of close, but he was dominant in the second one, I believe. Yeah, this is the first quadrilogy. I mean, yeah, that's that's super badass. Um, and and it should be a really good fight. Every time they fight, it's fuck, it's incredible. Yeah, uh, I I think Figure Eight will beat him again. Yeah, I think since he started training with Cejudo. I think he fin- and then Moreno he lost his coach. Yeah, was, he was you know, the he whole was thing in- with Kraus. Exactly, I agree. I can't believe I he did that. That's the, the integrity of the sport outweighs anything else, you know. And wait, wait, that and- wait. He he's innocent until proven guilty. There's still an investigation going on, so you can't say. Oh, yeah. Okay. Even Jeff Molina got suspended now too. <clears throat> you you touched upon two of the big reasons why I think Figueredo is going to win um, specifically training with Cejudo and then Moreno kind of losing his gym. Um, and the fact that they fought so many times and Davis yeah. is really good aside from the one, you know, yeah. um, I think, I think he beats him again. Yeah. I, I well, think Davidson definitely has the skills. Well, aren't they even? Cause didn't they go to a draw and then it's one and one? One was a draw, but the one that was the one the fight that was a draw, um, I want to say Figueredo had a, like a point taken away or something, and had that not happened, he would have like decisively won. Yeah, but the point was taken for a reason, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. If he didn't cheat, you know. And then I think the way Moreno beat Figueredo is probably the most decisive way. He made it look easy. Yeah, we'll see. I think it's just more the situations around them right now is far different than when they first fought. And yeah, the second time too. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure they've all been like everything. every situation has been different. Yeah, hence there being four fights and Brandon Moreno like clearly way more likable. He's much more yeah. of a much more of like kind of a baby face where Figueroa's kind of a heel. Um. Think Cejudo just mows through both of them though, but we'll see what happens with that. Yeah, got to go deal with bantamweight first. But yeah, then light heavyweight Glover, who probably should have fought for the belt anyway. This is this Jamal is Hill. this is embarrassing. Yeah, I like Jamal Hill. Probably shouldn't have been him for the belt against Deshera, but it is what it is. I just don't yeah. see how they can even uh, want to fight for the title when, you know, last fight was a draw. 
one of those two guys should have at least been fighting for the belt. Like, it's so weird how the promotion can just be like, oh, all right, you guys fought for the belt, draw, we're moving on. You guys don't deserve a shot right after. Go figure Honestly, it out. Ankalov won that fight. Like, I, you know, seen it live. Like, it was clearly Ankalov, like, controlled the whole time. Even Jan was, like, you know, clapping for him because he was like, I clearly lost, you know? And then when it was a draw, it was, you know, I think it was the way he responded, like, you know, Ankalov saying that he wanted to, you know, rethink things or, you know, was like, fuck, you know, this whole situation and stuff. And I think the way he reacted is another reason why it's not a good reason why they punished him. But I think that was another reason why they were like, oh, you don't want to fucking deal with this shit and fuck you, you know, which is a terrible way to run (laughs) an organization. But that's just how the UFC is sometimes. But yeah, um, Glover Teixeira is probably going to win this. Uh, I could see Jamal Hill maybe catching him with something early on if he can get him but it, the more it goes the better it's going to be for Glover 100% and I, I see him heavily depending on his grappling and like really just putting Jamal Hill down like you know Paul Craig did and things like that for example I am a huge Glover fan he's amazing his story is amazing uh, I think Jamal Hill is going to think Jamal Hill is going to do just about the same thing that Rumble did to him. I think he's going to catch him early and he's going to knock him out. Yeah, that's the only way Hill's going to win, I think. Uh, yeah, I, I I, mean, maybe Glover shoots a takedown like really early or something like that and like is able to secure it, but he's a little bit slower. And Jamal Hill's got crazy power. Obviously, he's a, good, he's a great striker. He's got quick hands and stuff like that. I think he catches him early. Yeah, he has the reach advantage. Glover, yep. just, he, he just moves too slow. He's got that weird-ass thumb tattoo on his chest. Not weird. It's embarrassing. That's so whack. <laughs> For anybody that has tattoos, I, I, he needs a fucking... He, he's got somebody. Get a new tattoo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't tell him I said that, though. Yeah. <laughs> he listens. He's like, what the hell? I just, yeah, I just want to move past this paper because I'm just not a fan of it. For the first, yeah. and, and this is the first paper of the year, so I'm just like, Ugh, hopefully this is not, um, you know, what we have to expect for the rest of the year, you know? Yeah, I'm with that. It's it's crazy to me that they just selected two other fighters when you could have just run back. You know, you yeah. could have run it back with Jan and Ankalev and stuff, but yeah, it's it's disrespectful. It's really it, yeah, it's very disrespectful. Uh, two two eighty four is looking, you know, promising in terms of like the headline and co head, but co what? We'll have to see how that ends up too. Yeah, the, the two eighty uh, yeah two eighty four is way better of a pay per view because there's way better fights. Rodriguez versus Emmett, that's gonna be a good one for the interim featherweight. That's, that's and, and cool. that's another thing where I'm like, how are you doing an interim title when the fucking champion is fighting on the card? This is. <laughs> This, and, and this is another thing where how you know UFC wants to you know guarantee you know two title fights per pay per view. This is bullshit. That that's they. It doesn't matter. You don't. There's been so many instances where you don't have to have a title fight on a a, a pay per view. Like there's enough you know exciting. There's a prize fight. Like there. there's enough uh, you know good stars. Like it doesn't always have to be. You don't have to create these titles to to to, to fill the the two title fight thing. It's it's stupid. It doesn't make any sense. The, the the champs not hurt the champs literally fighting in the main event of the card that they're creating this interim title for it's stupid they should just make it a number one contender fight 
Yeah. That's that's goofy as fuck. Honestly, that makes me like the fight like less. The fact that they're doing that. <laughs> Straight up. Like I, I yeah, that doesn't make sense to me whatsoever. Yeah. I yeah. I didn't even know that it was gonna be uh an IC hey. like that. I had no idea. Yeah. Fucking stupid. Yeah, it makes no sense. Like it it's just mind blowing. Or how about you just get another one of your champions to fight? There's yeah. so many champions to pick from that you know haven't been booked. Got feature some women fighters, you know. Like where's the we had, they're not on the first card either, you know, on eighty four or yeah. eighty three. So where's like any of the female like champs? Yeah, like to see them fight too. Uh, hello, Valentina, the the goat. She's the real goat. Yeah, Valentina's so good. Um, Although her last fight was pretty close, I'll give her that. I'll give her a challenge for that. What do you what do you guys make of uh Yair Rodriguez versus Josh Emmett? I got Yair in that fight. Yeah, I, I think Josh Emmett, he's just one of those fighters that just relies on his knockout power. And I think Yair is way too technical to to stand there and get knocked out. And his, his just his frame, his reach, insane. Yeah. Oh man, Rodriguez with that KO of zombie too. Just like, you know, the unorthodox striking and just that kind of things is like what I expect. And I think that's going to be just too much for Josh. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, not even uh, his uh, winning zombie, but his, uh, you know, he, he uh, well, I guess it's not super impressive, but he, you know, he beat Brian Ortega, who I don't like. Yeah. So, you know, we got to refresh that. <laughs> Good old Ortega. Oh, man. He almost. He almost had Volkanovski too in that couple times, but then just turn it around. That's why Volkanovski. So that's why I don't count him out against Islam, regardless of like the size difference. That guy, he lives and breathes MMA. So I want to, I want to see what he. If he feels confident in it, I'll, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. I just wish he cleared out his division. Yeah. He definitely could have fought either of these guys, Yair or Josh Emmett. That would have been a per- like that could have been the headliner and have Islam fight someone else. Yeah, because right there, you would have had their two title fights. That's normally how it was. It used to be, right? You know, yeah. things got boring because he fought everybody, so he's you know lapping the division. But you know, hasn't fought Yair. There's Arnold Allen, Josh Emmett. Yeah, um, you know, uh, there's a lot of fighters that he hasn't fought. You know, that's who they asked for originally, Arnold Allen, for 284. Mm-hmm. But he was injured, so he couldn't take it. He should have, yeah, that would have been good. Should have been Yair versus him. That would have been a hell of a fight. But, this, but that's yeah. just the UFC. They're weird. You know, they just make things up. And that's why, like, it, it's so weird. Like, I obviously, I, I, I love the UFC. A, a, a lot of, uh, you know, top competition goes there. But when they pull weird shit like this, it's just like, you're supposed to be the, you know, the gold standard. But when you do weird yeah. shit like this, it's just, you know, just leaves me scratching my head. Like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, I agree with that. Um, but uh, in between at least 283 and 284, like we said, we have Lewis versus, you know, Sergey. That. Sergey, how do you say his last gonna... name? Big fight. <laughs> oh, he, he's fight. Hey, he's fighting another Sergey. We were talking about two different <laughs> Sergeys before. He's fighting Sergey Spivak. Not okay. It's too many Russians. Oh, I now I now I see. What you're... <laughs> you got you got to read the last name. Yeah, 
Shit. Knowing Lewis, he probably thinks he's writing the same person. <laughs> I'm not gonna say that, but man, I thought this one was the same dude before I signed the contract. That'd yeah. be funny. But yeah, I mean, it's crazy. The state of uh, MMA is interesting because PFL's, you know, kind of pushing, kind of trying to draw some attention. You know, they've pulled some pretty good fighters from the UFC. Bellator is definitely making some big waves, you know. Wait. So. Who who do you who did they pull from the UFC PFL? Um, uh, Shane Burgos, and then someone else, someone else who is um light heavyweight. Oh, you're talking about uh, Antonio Carlos Jr. Yeah, Chew face. I liked him. I liked him because I watched the that Ultimate Fighter, and yeah. I thought he was really good in that. I you know that he was a nice, respectful dude. So. I always like liked watching, seeing him, you know, continue. But um, yeah, it's. I think the UFC's like actually starting to get a little bit of competition, especially oh, yeah. with you got people like Jake Paul and whatnot, like kind of calling him out. Oh, and, yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. Shut the fuck up, <laughs> Jake Paul. There's you can't talk about Jake Paul in MMA. Come <laughs> on, let's be real. Hey man, he's gonna. Join the PFL, boy. He already joined. He's not going to fight. Yeah. We'll see. I'll, I'll give him credit when he does it. But until then, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I ain't believing that bullshit. Did, hey, didn't he just uh, confirm a fight with fucking Tommy, Tommy Fury? Fury. Tyler Fury. Yeah. Tommy Tom, Fury. Tommy Fury. The little brother of Ty, Tyler Fury. Tommy Fury. Mm-hmm. Don't care that much. Yeah. Yeah, I just there's something going on in those boxing fights. I mean, I'm, I'd be down for Jake Paul to beat him. I think that'd be cool. But well, right. he's gonna beat him. This is it's all rigged. Let's be honest. There's no way. There's no way. Anderson Silva, Tyron Woodley, fought him. Normally, they fought under special conditions. I'm going to say that I've watched too much boxing in my life, watched too much MMA to see. And especially I've watched those fighters throughout their whole career. They should steamroll that kid. There's no fucking way. Yeah. I remember talking to you during the Silva fight and we were just like, why didn't he like, he like stunned him at one point and he just kind of like stopped. And I'm like, that's not, that's not what Anderson Silva does. He, if he saw him stunned like that, he would have pounced on him hundred percent. Silva's like 48, though, or 47 or yeah. something. He's, he's pretty old. Yeah, okay, but pretty old, but successful in boxing before Jake Paul. Come on. Go look at his other yeah, boxing. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Go look at his other boxing fights. They look nothing like the way he fought Jake Paul. Jake Paul's cutting big checks behind the scenes, and this is a, 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 a fucking charade. He's not, he has some skill. I'll, I'll give him that, but there's no way he's really beating these real fighters. Yeah. And and how is it that the one real boxer he was going to fight, homeboy just magically couldn't make weight? They were like, take this fucking check, don't make weight, don't beat my ass in front of everybody. Wait, which fighter was that? Uh, Haseem Rockman Jr., or whatever the fuck his name was. I no yeah. Idea. Yeah. He fought someone else, didn't he? Like, end up? No, he, he just didn't fight. Oh, or you're talking about Jake Paul. Jake Paul, yeah. He fought Anderson Silva. That was, yeah. that, that was the replacement. Yeah, so <laughs> it's like yeah, maybe the other guy was like 
fuck that. And they kept complaining about like the same thing where about cutting weight and whatnot and then having to be within a certain weight limit when you're actually fighting too. Which I wonder if Jake Paul even has those type of you know restrictions on his you know deal. He does. He wants. Uh, that's why there's all this hold up with him versus KSI because he wants KSI to 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 go up in weight to fight him. Doesn't want to meet in the middle because he wants every yeah. advantage. Which is fair. That, that's that's the game you play in boxing. That's why when Floyd Mayweather fought Canelo, he had Canelo cut a bunch of weight so he could fight a, a weaker Canelo. Yeah. Yeah. Just funny that they're fucking YouTubers, and we're having this conversation right now. Well, hey, more power to them. That's how it's progressed, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, but okay, but I, I just want to make this clear: these YouTubers have gone to boxing, one of the most corrupt sports ever. They've never gone to MMA. Yeah, ain't going to MMA because they're gonna get head kicked. Boom. Honestly, watching some of the clips like that people post with these people fighting, I don't know who pays for some of this shit. Like, there's so some of those fights are so bad. Like it's no like there's so like some people in there you can tell they just have never thrown a punch in their life. And it's like why are they here? Like why why are people like supporting this, you know? Like, it's there's be- people out there actually trying to make a living out of this. Give those people the platform or at least like fill the bottom rows with that. Well that's the thing. Th- those other people can't sell tickets like KSI. Or we Jake Paul. Those YouTubers should just do power slap fighting. Put that the YouTubers is, in the slap fighting league. That is embarrassing. Let's go. I have zero interest to watch Power Slap. It, it, I think it's happening right now, um, or it, it's tonight. Um, uh, yeah, I believe so. I think it's um, supposed to be after AEW or before. I'll, I'll listen. I'm down to see like a bunch of big dummies slap the shit out of each other. It's just kind of weird that they're classic. They're calling it a sport. Doesn't doesn't feel like a sport. You know what I mean? No, it's not a sport. And, I just, I would have to see like what the rules are, how someone loses, like what it actually all means, you know, because people just slapping each other. It's got to get boring after a while, you'd think, you know what I mean? But maybe there's some kind of twist that we're not thinking of or something. I don't know. I doubt it. I'll, 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 I'll check it out. I'm not. I mean, that's, just, yeah, it's like, it's more or less, you just want the instant gratification of seeing someone get fucking their head shook in you know and like knocked yes. out that's the only thing that like when you just want to just see chaos you know yeah. you just want to see people get hurt that's that's what this is slap fighting you know that's kind of that aspect of it's kind of dark like like that uh fuck that viral clip that was going around yesterday oh like, the guy's face dude. buddy but then like he looked like he was like stroked out kind mm-hmm. of like it was like drooping but swollen at the same time and then you sat there and wait waiting to take another one and then gets fucking cracked that was kind of dark but i think that, that that's actually one dana, that yeah that's not the dana white one though that's just a different no. slap. yeah so the, there's multiple slap fighting yeah league. the slap thing has been around for a while like logan Jeez. paul was gonna you know go do a slap thing but then he knocked out a guy and didn't like how it felt so he canceled it yeah. It's it's stupid. Like I'd rather see, you know, a, a fight than people just slapping each other. This is it, yeah. It's it it is kind of funny and ironic, um, how hard people had to fight to get MMA sanctioned in like a bunch of different states and for the sport of MMA to gain legitimacy. Yeah. And like you know, it's been like a major uphill battle. Like <laughs> you know what I mean in the infancy, mm-hmm. but fucking slap fighting just 
TBS. Well, you, you got to realize that MMA had such a hard time because, uh, you know, especially in like New York because of the like culinary uh, union or whatever, because they were beefing with the Fertitas because the Fertitas owned uh, a bunch of casinos. There's all this political shit behind the scenes. And gotcha. as, as soon as that uh, governor or whatever got busted, MMA got approved next day. It, it was just weird political stuff. And also there's talk that the slap fight might be a time buy. So that uh, Endeavor or whatever paid for that time slot. Hasn't been confirmed yet, but that's how, oh. you know, because that's how they used to do it back in the day on Spike uh, for the Ultimate Fighter. They had they paid for that time to 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 be on the air. Yeah, but slap, come on, I, dudes. There's, there's no way the slap fight's going to be a thing. Not there's first of all, there's already too many sports, and who it, it's dumb. It's not. I, yeah, it's I don't think it's going. I don't think it's going to catch on. Your average, your average American is trashy and dumb, though. It's true. And, and honestly, it's it, it's so wacky. It almost makes sense, but it's a very it's lower it's the lowest common denominator for sure. Like I'd rather watch idiocracy. I'd rather watch bare knuckle than slap fighting, and I hate bare knuckle. Yeah, because at least they're fighting, like they're actually throwing strikes. There's some skill to it, <clears throat> you know. Give you it might be a little ghetto, but you know, like people are fighting <laughs> in the backyards and filming that shit too. <clears throat> Yeah, I'd rather watch Street Beefs on YouTube. I for sure watched a couple of those before. Yeah, I had the the for my birthday, like I think like last year, uh, my buddy Johnny uh, had uh, what the hell is the guy's name? Uh, Wish me happy birthday. He's like that karate guy. I forget his name. Karate guy. Yeah. There was a there was a guy from Yuma actually who ended up on street beefs like a few months ago. And that's, I didn't even know what street beefs was. I just saw this person on my Facebook post about it and post a link to it. And I watched it. That shit was kind of cool. It was, it was interesting seeing someone from my town on there, you know, did they win? Yes, they did. Shout out to Yuma. Yeah. I fought. <laughs> he, he fought like a, God, I think the guy was probably native and, yeah, kind of whooped his ass. He did not come out or anything. Like, went to a decision, but he was clearly the guy from Yuma was like the more skilled combatant, you know? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. That's the one thing I don't want to be viral and like shown in any. I don't want to be on World Star or any of this shit, you know? Is that yeah, even still a thing? Just, yeah, pretty sure. I don't go there. Yeah, I don't follow him, but it's one of the. Oh, it's going to go World Star! You know? I don't think they. I, I don't think they yell at anymore. If I'm being honest, I've watched yeah. a ton of Street Fight videos. I've haven't heard anybody say World Star in a long time. Just ain't giving up. Ain't paying them out anymore. You just uh, give them those credits. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, UFC 283. Uh, we got to do this more often. I, I, I the last one we did was in September of 2022. UFC 274, if I remember correctly. I told you I'm on the run. Nate's on the run. He's with um, the Osama clan. So we, we got to meet up for the next fight night or uh, I want to do every card if I'm being Yo, honest. So I'm down and I would like to point out that. Uh, yeah, my kids have been here the whole time and it honestly. Didn't get it didn't affect this as much as I thought it would. So mm-hmm. I think that means I'm pretty much universally available at this point. 
All right. Well, whether it be the next fight card or UFC 284, it's going to go down. The people have been bugging me. People bug me about this. Uh, They love the MMA episode. So that's why I never gave up on this idea. And we need to keep doing it. Cool. Let's 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 uh, make it more consistent. Let's build. Okay. So just to be clear, Nate, you got Tashera, Jeff, and I got Hill. Yes. All right. Well, we'll follow up on the next one. I appreciate your guys' time. Any last words? Uh, Send water and supplies, please. (laughs) Hey, thank you for listening. Go listen to Beg for Life. (laughs) Yeah, fuck yeah. Shout out Beg for Life, 100%. Hey, if, if, hey, honestly, if you're listening to this episode and you actually know what Beg for Life is, uh, I'm going to give you a spoiler. We're going to drop new music in like less than two weeks. Yeah. And we've been keeping a secret. So th- there's a little nugget. There you go. A little nugget. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll be back soon. <laughs>